Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 254 of the podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about the state of the Boston Celtics heading into the NBA postseason. The Boston Celtics all season long have been one of the best teams in the entire NBA. They have the second best record overall. And because of that, there are real expectations for this team that last year made it all the way to the NBA Finals. Let's Let's start with reasons to be optimistic for the Celtics' chances in the postseason. Well, you have to begin with the star duo of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Tatum this season averaged more than 30 points per game, while Brown averaged 27. The Celtics will live and die with these two players, and I like my chances. I believe Tatum will learn from last year's finals debacle and will be more consistent this postseason, and Brown was the Celtics' best player in the loss to the Warriors, so I expect him to continue to play at the elite level. The second biggest thing the Celtics have going for them is their depth. Other than Tatum, one of the biggest reasons they lost to the Warriors in last year's NBA Finals was the poor play of the bench. Now they have a guy in Malcolm Brogdon who is a fire starter. He's one of the best six men in the league, averaging close to 15 points per game off the bench. Brogdon has a really good chance of taking home the NBA Six Man of the Year award. He has been a crucial addition to this team, and I think it will pay off huge in the playoffs. He will be there when the team needs him most in crunch time. Another reason I believe in them is because this team has been there before. Tatum and Brown have played in multiple conference finals and have been to the finals, so they know this stage is not so big for this group. They have veteran leaders like Al Horford who will raise his play when you need him most like he did last postseason. The Celtics will be motivated by losing in last year's finals and you've seen that in the past when Kawhi Leonard won with the Spurs. That team a year prior lost to the Miami Heat. Like those losses can motivate these players to take the next step and become NBA champions and that's what I'm hoping is going to happen with this Boston Celtics team. That that loss to the Golden State Warriors motivates them so much that they end up winning the NBA Finals. And I think it benefits the Celtics that the player that should be motivated the most is Jason Tatum. I mean, he went through an entire offseason where he was ridiculed for what happened during the NBA Finals. He had over 100 turnovers last NBA postseason. I mean, everyone is going to watch him closely this postseason to see if he can play at that MVP level that he plays at during the regular season. I mean, the last thing he wants to become is one of these guys who is a great regular season player and a not so great postseason player. I mean the Celtics need Jason Tatum to have a massive postseason. I expect him to have a massive postseason because he has to be motivated than any other player on this roster because of what happened during the NBA Finals when the Golden State Warriors owned him. Look at it this way. The player that has the most to prove in this postseason is the best player on the Boston Celtics. That is a very good thing for this team heading into the postseason that this guy who is thought of as a top 
top five player in the league still has a lot to prove. He has to prove that he is a winner, that he can be the best player on a team that wins the NBA Finals, not just gets there. Because the absolute worst thing that could happen for Tatum is what happened last year happens again, because then it will become, would the Celtics win the NBA Finals without Jason Tatum? Do they need to move on from Jason Tatum? I mean, those would begin to happen if he has a poor postseason. I do not see that happening again. This guy is going to be super motivated. I think he's going to play like the MVP. We all know that he is. I think he is a top five player in this league, and I think this NBA postseason, he's going to prove that once and for all. That's what the Celtics have going for them in their favor. There also are issues on this team that could hold them back from reaching their potential. My biggest concern is this team is very bad at being front runners. They routinely blow double digit leads. They went through a stretch of blowing double digit leads in five of seven games. They are not good at closing out opponents and sometimes make bizarre self-destructive decisions in the biggest moments. And the player who concerns me the most is point guard Marcus Smart. He makes erratic decisions in clutch time. And if I'm being honest, the team never holds him accountable for this. He never gets benched in these moments. I mean, how many times this season has Marcus Smart played in the fourth quarter and a guy like Derek White hasn't? Like, I just don't like the way the Celtics handled this particular player. They let him get away with these erratic decisions and he never gets benched. He never sits in the fourth quarter. He is always there when something good and something bad happens. And I think that needs to change. I don't think you could just go with Marcus Smart if he's making those erratic decisions. I hope he gets benched if he does. He's the player that worries me the most because he likes to play hero ball. The problem is he isn't much of a hero offensively. I don't like it when he takes three-point shots because they barely ever go in. I mean, I get it. He's clutch at times, but I think he's a player that just comes off as clutch because he's always taking the shots in clutch time. So yeah, eventually, some of them are going to go down. I do not think he had a good season this regular season. I don't think he played like the Defensive Player of the Year he played the year prior. And I think in the postseason, I don't want to see him try to take over games like he's done in the past. It's my biggest worry for this Celtics team that Marcus Smart is going to mess it all up. Another concern I have for this team is that they live and die by the three-point shot, and I just don't think they're that good enough of three-point shooters to do that. Jason Tatum is a hit-or-miss three-point shooter. Jalen Brown is a hit-or-miss three-point shooter. I just don't want my NBA final chances to rest on their three-point shooting. I mean, you have guys like Sam Hauser, who are great three-point shooters, but they don't play enough. Grant Williams has been an up-and-down three-point shooter in his career. I just think they should rely on other things, but I can't see them changing during the postseason. Like, I highly doubt they're going to change their ways, and head coach Joe Mazzula is dedicated to the three-point shot. I mean, they take them even when they're not making them, and that could be their demise. If they go through a round where they're not shooting the three 
well, they're probably going to be eliminated. And Jason Tatum specifically taking too many three-point shots can be really frustrating because he's so good at attacking the basket, and when he's playing efficient basketball, he's one of the best players on the planet. But when he is struggling, it's when he's taking too many three-point shots. And I think it's because he plays in this modern NBA where most players live and die by the three-point shot. But his biggest strength is not as a three-point shooter. He is one of the best pure scorers in all of basketball. He should attack the basket way more than he does. And I hope he does that in the postseason because I don't want to see a game when the Celtics lose because Jason Tatum missed 10 three-point shots. If he's not hitting the freeze, he should attack the basket. And I feel the exact same way about Jalen Brown. Like, these guys are so good at attacking the basket. It's when they lose is when they rely on the three-point shot too much and they're not hitting it. And sometimes they take really bad shots because when they're feeling it, they feel like they're Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. The truth is, these guys are not top-tier three-point shooters. They are hit or miss, both of them, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yes, the Celtics are at their best when they're playing five players who are all capable of hitting three-point shots. That does not mean that every shot has to be a three-pointer. I mean, I love it when Al Horford takes a three because most times when he takes it, he usually makes it. He makes good decisions when it comes to which shots he takes. I think the other players on this team sometimes take bad shots because when they're hitting them, they continue to take them until they miss. I feel like most Celtics fans, the biggest thing stopping them from winning the NBA Finals is themselves. And to add to that, the Celtics are a team led by a rookie head coach. What are the chances a team makes it to -to back-to-back NBA Finals with a rookie coach? Probably not very high. And I don't care about the timeout issue or the fact Joe Mazzulla is quirky. It's his inexperience that scares me. I mean, they were able to get there with Ime Udoka. They were hot at the right time. I mean, this team had that opposite issue. They were a juggernaut at the beginning of the season. They were still very good down the stretch, but not the same. The Celtics also have some big question marks. Will they get a fully healthy Robert Williams during the postseason? And what role, if any, will Grant Williams play? Robert Williams is, of course, a much bigger concern. I argue he's the best defensive player on the team, and you will need him, especially if you go up against the Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid. Al Horford cannot do it alone. I mean, this team becomes a really bad rebounding team when Robert Williams doesn't play. If your leading rebounder this postseason is Jason Tatum, I fear the Celtics will not have enough rebounding. They need Robert Williams to be there because they need a center who can get the rebounds. This team was terrible down the stretch without Robert Williams rebounding the basketball. He is a must if the Celtics are going to go back to the NBA Finals. What we are about to find out this NBA playoffs is what Celtics team are they? Are they the team that started 21-5 and or are they the team that since the All-Star break lost the number one seed in the Eastern Conference to the Milwaukee Bucks? Who are the real Boston Celtics? I'm hopeful that they are the title favorites from the beginning of the season, but I admit my confidence has been shaken, but a lot of their losses this regular season came to lesser teams. They struggled against the Orlando Magic. My hopes is during the playoffs when they play these better teams that they come with it, that they bring their best game to the court. The Celtics in the past have definitely played down to their opponents 
opponents. I don't see that happening in the playoffs. There is too much at stakes, and I think this team knows that there's a lot at stakes. I mean, for some people, they're saying this could be Jalen Brown's last postseason with the Boston Celtics because of his recent interviews with the New York Times and the Ringer. Some people feel like he could get traded this offseason. Maybe he'll end up with the Houston Rockets to get a max contract with another team. I don't see that happening. I think they're going to do everything they can to keep Jalen Brown. But I do agree with this. You need to make as many runs with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as you can. These two are in their primes and you need to take advantage of that fact that you have two of the top 15 players in the league right now and not many other teams have that. None of the other teams that are competing for the NBA Finals really have that. You are the best team with the two best players. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo might be better on his own, but he doesn't have that number two guy. The Celtics have Jason Tatum and they have Jalen Brown and this team needs to take advantage of that fact. Many people, including myself, think you have the best duo in the entire NBA. That should equal an NBA Finals. That's why the Lakers won the NBA Finals during the bubble. They didn't have the best overall team. They had the best duo in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I mean, the teams with the best duo usually end up winning the Finals, going all the way back to Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. If Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are as good as a duo as we all believe, believe they should eventually win an NBA Finals. And really, they should win more than one NBA Finals. I, as you can tell, have super high expectations for this duo. I think both are capable of making the Hall of Fame. Each and every year they've been in the league, they've gotten better. At some point, that has to equal winning an NBA Finals. You can no longer be that young team on the rise. At some point, you need to become that team. LeBron James, for the longest time, was that young superstar on the rise, and then he eventually got the job done. I think now is the time for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to get the job done. They got oh so close against the Golden State Warriors. They probably should have won that series. They had the chance to go up 3-1, to one, and then things went awry. That was your first test. That was your first trip to the NBA Finals. This year, you need to get the job done. Now, to be fair, I'm not one of those people who will say, if they don't win the NBA Finals, the entire season is a failure. However, if this team loses in the first or second round of the NBA playoffs, then it was a complete and utter failure. I mean, these are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. That should be the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics should not lose to the Heat. They should not lose to the 76ers. They should not lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The only team in the East that I think has the potential to beat them is the Milwaukee Bucks, and that's because of Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you lose to an all-time great player, and he has an all-time great series, I'm not going to blame you. I think the Celtics are better than the Bucks, and they should beat the Bucks, but that does not make it an overall failure, because Giannis is going to end up being one of the all-time greatest players in NBA history, and if he puts up one of those series where, like he did in the 
NBA Finals and scores like 40 in the final game of the series, I'm not going to be mad at the Celtics. But if they play down to their opponent in the first and second round and end up losing, then I would say it was a complete and utter failure, and then drastic decisions would need to be made in the offseason. I would question moving forward with Tatum and Brown as a tandem. I think they're a special tandem who at the very least should make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. If they can't make it there in this year in the NBA where I think there is no great team out there, I don't think the Celtics are great. I don't think the Bucks are great. I don't think the Nuggets are great. The NBA is without a great team. So it means the Celtics have a chance to take advantage of that and be the team who wins. There's probably not going to be a Golden State Warriors on the horizon for them this time. They have a perfectly good chance to win the NBA Finals and they should definitely make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That would be the failure, not making it to the Conference Finals. I mean, I would have to rethink everything. I would have to rethink Joe Mazzulla as the head coach. I don't care they gave him an extension. This team should make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, no doubts about it. Right now, I'm cautiously optimistic and hopeful that this talented bunch of players will be able to replicate last year's success. But in basketball, that's never a given. I think anything can happen. Again, this is a team that plays down to their opponents. They routinely blow double-digit leads. I understand if there are people out there that are not very high on the Celtics right now as they were in the beginning of the season when, again, they started off the season 21-5. and It looked like they were going to be a team that would win 60-plus games and be one of those all time great regular season teams. They're not. They had their issues. I hope they're over those issues and make it all the way to the finals. And as a Celtics fan, I badly want them to win the NBA Finals because I want these two players in Tatum and Brown to be remembered as all-time great members of the Boston Celtics. And I think this is the type of team to be remembered as that. You need to win a championship because think of all the all-time greats. Larry Bird, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garner, Barnett, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Bill Russell, all of those guys won rings. The list goes on and on and on. John Havlicek, to be an all-time great of the Boston Celtics, you need to win. It's not about the stats. It's not about the MVPs. The all-time greats of this team, they are the New York Yankees of basketball. You need to win an NBA championship. I don't want Jason Tatum to be the Don Manningly of the Boston Celtics. I want him to be a finals winner. I want him to win finals MVP. I think that would be an extraordinary comeback from what happened last postseason. I mean, this is a guy who has a lot to prove and he has a lot on the line. If he wants to be remembered as an all-time Celtics great, it's not about the All-Star Game MVP. It's not about the NBA MVP. It's about finals MVP. If he can get that, he would restore his reputation after what happened last season and he would be thought of as not only one of the all-time great Celtics, but one of the best players in the league, period. And Brown, of course, has a lot to play for as well. I mean, I hear a lot of people talking about the Supermax contract extension. Well, one of the easiest ways for him to get that from the Celtics is for him to perform in the NBA postseason. I know he was one of the best players during the Celtics run to the NBA Finals, but he still needs to cool it on the turnovers. I still think Jalen Brown can be even better than he was in the NBA Finals. I know he was one of the few players who showed up, 
but I still think he can play at an even higher elite level than he did in the NBA Finals. I think Tatum and Brown are, of course, the keys. I hope they get the job done because they are my favorite duo in the league. I've seen every single game they've ever played. I have a high rooting interest in the Boston Celtics winning, and I don't want to see them implode. The last thing I want is for this duo to be broken up because they couldn't live to expectations. I think they should be together for at least another decade in the league. They're that good at the game of basketball. I want them to be remembered as all-time Celtics great, and the only way that's ever going to happen is for them to win the NBA Finals. They got there last year. It was a big step. Now they have to get the job done, and I have really high hopes that that's going to happen because, again, there's no great team in the NBA right now. I think the Celtics can definitely compete with the Milwaukee Bucks, the Denver Nuggets, the Philadelphia 76ers. The Celtics are right there. This year could be their year. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.